people are coming into the room, I just remind you to turn off your cell phones if you haven't already. Okay, we'll get started. Welcome, everyone, to our Thursday Mindful Awareness Meditation. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at the Mindful Awareness Research Center at UCLA. And this is our time that we meet weekly to practice, to meditate, to explore different topics in mindfulness. It's really a great break in the midst of our busy days and busy lives to come together in this auditorium and practice together. People are listening from far away. I don't know if you know this, it's being podcast, and I can tell the people from far away, there's about 150 people sitting in here meditating together, plus countless all over the place. So it's kind of neat to think about it in that way. Mindfulness is paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So it's really about showing up for our lives, not being lost in the past, not being lost in the future, but being right here, right now. We typically do a practice in here where we cultivate attention on our breathing, where we develop an ability to stay present with our breathing, and then our minds wander off and we come back to our breathing. That's the initial part of the practice. It's the foundation that we do here, and it helps create this ability to be more in the present moment. When your mind is out of the present moment, you learn to bring it back again and again. It's really a training for your mind. Just as much in the way we might train our bodies, we can also train our minds. Over the last number of weeks, we've been exploring um, obstacles to our practice. Things that happen when we're meditating that get in the way that can be very frustrating. And what we pointed out earlier was that Things may get frustrating and difficult, and then we start to feel like, oh, our practice is ruined. Like, I was trying to meditate, I was really trying to be peaceful, and the next thing I know, my mind is racing like maniac all over the place. Well, what we talked about is that instead of feeling like it's a problem, we can realize that that is our practice. When our mind is racing, that is our practice. When our mind is filled with desire and fantasy, like we talked about last week, that is our practice. How do we turn something from being a problem to just the reality of what life brings us in the moment? And instead of fighting against it and resisting it, we say, okay, let's be aware of what's happening now. Let's begin to understand things better. This week I wanted to focus on the obstacle of what we might call aversion. This is when we're meditating and suddenly we just start hating it. And we think, i got to get out of this auditorium. When can I leave? Maybe I can sneak out. No one will notice. You know, we're sitting there and thinking, oh, this is so boring. Why does she keep talking about the breath? And there's this level of just dislike, anger, irritation, frustration in, the, in our minds. Now, it could be about the meditation itself. It could be that our mind is replaying something difficult that happened, or just kind of rehashing over and over this really annoying thing that happened the other day, but our mind is just like it's stuck there. Or we're thinking about something that's coming up with dread, 
And we're just thinking, oh, I don't want this to happen. And so our mind is in a state of aversion, a sense of basically pushing it away, pushing experience away. It might be more subtle. You're meditating and you think you're present with the physical pain or your breath, but there's a slight resistance, like I'm just really not willing to be present with it. So just to know this is really normal, just to see, has anybody ever gotten bored while meditating? Raise your hand. Oh, come on. I know you have. <laughs> it can be boring, right? You're just sitting there noticing your breathing. Yeah, of course. Because we're used to lots of stimulus. We're used to lots of novelty and exciting things happening. And, and, um, and then when you sit and be quiet, our mind looks for the next exciting thing and then gets irritated with it being kind of dull. But this is great practice. This is when we get to turn our attention to our meditation and say, wow, what's happening right now? I'm irritated. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm bored. What is this like in this present moment? And then it becomes something quite interesting. It's not just an unpleasant experience. With the power of mindfulness, we can view an unpleasant experience with curiosity and openness and start to understand ourselves better and not buy into all the stories we tell ourselves. Oh, this is terrible, or I'm worried about this, or I'm angry about that. They're just stories. And we can come into the moment and explore it as it is. And in that way, we're not so kind of controlled by our dislike and our aversion. The other antidote to aversion is loving kindness. And that's a practice many of us have done, but I'll do some of that today. So we'll begin now with our meditation practice. And I just encourage you to settle back, take a few breaths. If this is your first time, I'll be guiding you through, so no worries that you won't know what to do. You can do the meditation with your eyes open or closed. I prefer eyes closed, and I tend to teach it that way, but for some people, eyes open feels better to them, and that's absolutely fine. Just keep them looking down and not all about. You want to be in a posture that is upright, but not too rigid or tight. Your hands wherever they're comfortable. So we can take a few more deep breaths. With each deep breath, bringing in some ease, relaxation, if that's possible. Just inviting in that quality of ease and relaxation. And as we exhale, we can have a sense of letting go. Letting go of whatever's been troubling you. Letting go of all those things that you're worried are going to go wrong and all the things you have to do. Let them go for this half hour. And let go into the moment, into this present moment. It's truly all there is. Our minds create a past and a future. But right now, this, this is it. This is what we have, this moment, again and again and again.
So you can notice your body, scanning your body for any areas of tension. If you come into some tension, if you become aware of it, you can allow it to soften and release. You can breathe more deeply into the area. Or sometimes just by noticing it allows it to soften. And if there's a lot of tension, like your shoulders are really tight, for instance, you can just gently, mindfully roll them. So notice your body here present on this chair. Notice there's many things happening in our bodies. There's sensations of heaviness, hardness, softness. There's temperature, warmth, coolness, vibration, pulsing, movement. This is what it means to be alive. These sensations of life that are moving through us, we can notice them. Now you can notice your body breathing. See if you can feel your breath in your body. the rising and falling of your abdomen. Keep your breath natural at this point. Just let it be at its own natural rhythm. You can notice your abdomen rising and falling with the breath or your chest rising and falling with your breath. heaving in the chest, up and down movement. Or the air as it moves through your nostrils. In, out, tingling, flow of sensation. And choose an area to focus on your abdomen, your chest, or your nostrils. Choose the easiest one or the clearest one. It doesn't really matter. Just choose one. So we start this practice in a very simple way, feeling our breath in the spot we've chosen, one breath at a time. One breath ends, the next breath begins. Soon our mind wanders off, lost in all sorts of thoughts. This is not a problem, this is just what minds do. We can notice it as thinking. 
saying a soft word in our mind, like thinking or wandering. And then gently redirect our attention back to our breathing. If you're a beginner, let's just start there. It's the easiest way to start. Not necessarily easy to do, but I think mostly easy to understand how to do it. And for those of us with more experience, you know that when something becomes predominant, in other words, really compelling or obvious, pulling you away from your breath, you can focus on that. Sounds, body sensations, emotions, thoughts. They may pull you away, you notice it, and then come back to your breathing when they no longer hold your attention or they've stopped. That's the basic practice. And then the encouragement is, if you notice the obstacle of aversion arising in your meditation practice, maybe you start thinking about something that starts to upset you, or you're just not liking being here, or you're bored, or, you know, anything can happen. Turn the lens of mindfulness to that. In other words, just feel what's happening in my body right now. What does aversion feel like? Oh, the sense of pushing away, of dislike. What's happening right here, right now? Include it in your meditation practice. And the same is true for any of the other obstacles we've talked about in previous weeks. Restlessness, sleepiness, desire, and now aversion. So we'll do practice in silence for a while, and then I'll do some loving kindness, this nice antidote to aversion.
We'll shift now to the practice of kindness or loving kindness, which you can cultivate just as a practice in general or specifically as a tool to work with when you're dealing with difficult experiences in your life or in your meditation. So let's bring to mind somebody we love. Let yourself bring to mind someone you love. Someone when you think of them, you just get happy. Just when the thought of them pops into your head. This could be a family member or a dear friend, a teacher. You can even use an animal. Your pet would work great. Dogs, cats, guinea pigs. So let this loved one come to mind and just have a sense of them. See them, sense them, feel them. Imagine them in front of you in some way or present. And as you bring them to mind, notice your body. Notice what's happening in your heart. There might be a feeling of expansiveness or spaciousness or warmth. Maybe a smile to your lips. This is the feeling of loving kindness. It's a natural state of mind where we desire another's happiness or our own happiness. It's authentic. It's not pretend. It's just a natural desire for happiness. So we can use some words or phrases to help cultivate this. I'm going to say some words and you can repeat after me in your mind. And if my words don't work exactly, you can come up with your own. May you be safe and protected. So we're directing this towards this loved one. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. And as I say these words and you say them in your mind, just imagine kindness coming from you and reaching out towards this loved one. And if you get creative and you have images or color, light, sound, just let it happen. Whatever generates this feeling is part of the practice. May you be safe and protected. May you be free from stress and anxiety. May you be joyful and at ease. Checking in with yourself as you say these words, noticing what happens. And then imagine this loved one turns around and sends it back to you. See if you can take it in. They say, may you be safe and protected. 
May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. Is it possible to take in their love, their kindness and compassion for you? See if you can right now. And you might even want to try sending it to yourself, imagining that the love you have begins to move through you, through your body. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be at ease. And then check inside and wish something for yourself. What do you want to wish yourself? Do so now. What do you need to be happy? And keep being aware of what comes up as you do this. Attending to your body and mind with awareness. And if you are having aversion in your meditation, frustration, irritation, boredom, Bring some kindness to that part of you right now that was having a hard time. You can do it. Holding yourself in the heart of compassion. For some of you, this may be fairly easy to do, and for others, not so easy. So if you're not having it, it's fine. You can just say, for whatever it is I'm feeling right now, can I hold this too with compassion and kindness? Let yourself be exactly where you are. Let the kindness spread. Let the awareness spread. Notice yourself seated on the chair. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So two different types of practices. Sometimes we practice the loving kindness and we can feel kind of vulnerable, tender. So just be gentle with yourself upon leaving this room. And let's see, so our center, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, offers all sorts of programs, classes, and events. Our next set of classes, where you learn the basics of mindfulness and also our more advanced classes, all start um, in the first week of May or second week of May. So there's a flyer on the table when you exit with all the information about that. We have day-longs, just lots of nice programs coming up. And I'm not here next week, but I'll be back after that, but there will still be a group. It'll just be led by someone else, not sure right now who. And I can be briefly in the hallway if you have questions, but I can't stay too long. But otherwise, um, explore how aversion operates in your life. That's your assignment this week if you're curious to practice more with this. Okay? 
Have a good day.